We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 16 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner, I'm managing editor pigslikin.org and the mother of a currently very exasperating <laughs> three-year-old. I am joined by fellow mom Linda Brenneman. Hi. One of those weeks, huh? Yeah. They happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, our lovely video uh, gal at Pixelkin, Simone de Rochefort. It's me. And our guest this week is Carlos Rodella. He's a producer at Big Fish, which is a company that makes some great video games. Hello. How are you doing? I am not a mom. <laughs> but, uh, Thank you. High expecting five. Expecting to be soon. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into news like we always do. So there is an update coming to Splatoon. It is so exciting. It's coming out on August 5th, and basically there's going to be a bunch of new weapons, outfits, and maps. And I think probably most importantly, they're raising the level cap to level 50. It was previously level 20. So, you know, once you get up to level 20 in those ranked battles, the multiplayer turf war, you can't go any further. So they are upping that. You will have more motivation to play Splatoon now. Not that you didn't yeah, already. That's a big awesome. level cap jump. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. And it yeah. kind of makes me, I mean, Hitting level 20, I think we're already at level 10 or something, and we've only played a few times here at the offices. Courtney is definitely already level 20 on her account, so I I wonder why they didn't do this sooner, but it's (laughs) – I'm glad they're doing it. And um, there are going to be also a few more um, multiplayer modes that they're introducing for friends to play together, which is the most exciting thing. That was a big complaint that Courtney and I had was that, you know, when you're – when you go into that multiplayer play, there's it was really hard to get paired up with your friends, and then mm-hmm. there's not really a good co-op mode. There's great single player, and then there's some kind of weird versus modes that you can play with other people um, locally. But there was nothing like that really, really engaged like groups of friends playing yeah. together. So now they're introducing what's called squad mode, where you can team up with four friends and then go against random teams, and then something called private battle, where you can have two to eight friends. Uh, playing in oh. custom game modes. I know, I'm so really excited. Fun. I need more friends. Cool. Yeah. I need a Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who has those anymore? <laughs> they just You're passed 10 million units in sales yes. uh, at Thanks the end of Splatoon. last quarter. Yeah. 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 Well, and Mario Maker, I'm really excited about. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think they're doing really well. They had like basically peaks when Super Smash Brothers for Wii U came out, a peak when Mario Kart 8 came out, not in that order because Mario Kart 8 came out first, and then Splatoon finally pushed them over the 10 million sold mark after two and a half years since the Wii yeah, U came out, yeah. which is really, really, really bad. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. it's really terrible. The PS4 sold 22 million units in two or a year and a half, a year and a half. I'm not going to back up that statistic. Okay. <laughs> but what I was going to say, like for Splatoon, like Nintendo, welcome to the 21st century, like actually being able to create a private game with just yeah. your friends. Yes. Oh, my God. Like you've been able to do that <laughs> in other online games for forever. They've yeah. been so behind for so long on the yeah. whole, just online in general. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's an internet. <laughs> yeah. And people want to play with their friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Especially for a console that's so good for multiplayer, you know, in your home, like Mario yeah. Kart 8 yeah. is the quintessential party game. I guess Mario Party would be the quintessential party game, but Mario Kart 8 is the one yeah. that we all play. So I'm, I'm glad that they're finally kind of catching on to that. Oh, wait, people have friends that they interact with 
in the web space. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I like in general, though, this idea of Splatoon. I know you guys probably have mm-hmm. talked about it before, but just that, you know, I'm so tired and like a lot of us are of the shooters that mm-hmm. are just ridiculous over the top and all the gore and also the military stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just fun to have one that's just for fun, mm-hmm. uh, but it still has that shooting mechanic. So the mm-hmm. kids feel like they're still doing that shooting thing. But they're not yeah. shooting. Yes. shooting colors. Yeah. The thing yeah. that's so attractive about shooting, I think, is just how much skill it takes to be good. Mm. And like it really it really engages, I think, with a competitive part of people and a, a part that wants to show off. And so Splatoon definitely hits those beats really well while being colorful and just like really I I always say fresh. I make this joke so many times. Everything in Splatoon is quote-unquote fresh. That's the <laughs> lingo of the Squid Kids. But it is a, a really fresh-feeling game. So Yeah. yeah. Well, I think shooting <laughs> is like just... like that Irish it, spring soap or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, it seems to me that shooting is just a human thing that we like to do. The hand-eye mm. coordination. Yeah. And over the weekend, I had a little party with my family, grown kids and their cousins and stuff, and we were shooting each other with Nerf arrows. Yeah. <laughs> So it just happens. Yes. That's the People impulse. get together, they shoot. Something yeah. you want, and then you go for it, yeah, whether you're throwing exactly. something or... I have a great example yeah. of a game that I still love to this day, and I just had my friends play it, is Bomberman. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, it's yeah. an old school game, but they've yeah. made many versions of yes, it. Yes, yes. But that's the one where, again, you're besting your friends, and you drop these little bombs down, you blow them up. So there's, you know, violence, yeah. but it's all very colorful yeah, and it's yeah. all very fun. And I could play it right now just thinking about it. It's, <laughs> it's so fun. And we would Cancel all get, the podcast. Cancel yeah. it, it. <laughs> well, we would all get into it right now. And again, we would be doing that kind of, like you said, like the competition amongst yeah. each other, but it wouldn't have to be uh, over the top. So Yeah. yeah. No, just cool. makes you laugh. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in more depressing news, oh. um, a lot of Steam accounts were compromised over the yeah, weekend yeah. due to something that Steam says is a bug. And it, it's, you know, it's not like a big hacking operation like these things normally are. It was just the thing where you, if you knew the name of the account that you wanted to get to, you could go in, you could change the password. Typically, Steam sends you an email with code that says this is how you do this. Well, it turns out the codes weren't being sent out and you could just flip right through that window. Yeah, to it accepted a blank entry box yes. for the code. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Valve says that they're uh, that they're on that and that they will be mm-hmm. automatically resetting passwords on accounts with suspicious activity. Yeah. So sorry if you really, really went onto your account and downloaded like 50 games. You might get your passwords. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it was weird because they meant an uh, asterisk here. It said if Steam Guard was enabled, the account was protected. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. What's Steam Guard? I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe it's a premium thing you pay for. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice if we would have known because <laughs> yeah. we, didn't, we didn't guard our Steam. Yeah. I, I, well, the fact that we don't know about it makes yeah. me think most people aren't going to be using it Didn't anyhow. It, yeah. yeah. So my question was, um, dumb question lady here. Um, Yay! (laughs) Thank you, Simone. I know you appreciate me. Okay, what was what's the worst that could happen if your account did get breached on Steam? Would somebody like buy a game you didn't want? I know. I was actually thinking that same thing. I don't think it's a dumb question. Yeah, I was like, are they going to buy me a bunch of games? Great. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, Yeah, I I don't don't know. Is the credit card information accessible through Steam? 
I mean, maybe that's it. Yeah, that that's what I would imagine. I, I will look up the answer to this and put it in the post. Okay, okay good. I know that. Yeah. The, yeah, I mean, the big issue would be credit card information. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when I go into my account, it always shows just the last four numbers, though. Yeah, yeah I think and so. And I'm in too. my own account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't think that's it. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I'll um, see if I can find. And out. it wasn't like it was revealing people's passwords because they were being reset; they weren't being revealed. Right, so right. that that's a bright side to this yeah. whole thing. You I, couldn't get in, probably. <laughs> like, so if you didn't like somebody, you could like not. You're let pranking. Them get yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's basically what it was. This was yeah. not anonymous or whomever like doing a major takedown of yeah. Steam. It was just like people playing around. Like, hey, look, I can do this thing. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's not a huge deal. Yeah. It's still good to know about. Um, other news: Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, if you were listening, you knew that I was somewhat upset that we were podcasting at the exact same time that the Hearthstone extan- ugh, expansion was being announced. And so it is a pretty big expansion, too. <laughs> it's called the Grand Tournament. It's going to give you 132 new cards. That's a big number, nuts. Nicole. It is a big number. <laughs> um, I'm not going to get too detailed into this. But one of the big things for me is that there is an inspire effect. So similar to the taunt or the divine shield or things that minions have, there's something called inspire, which means every time you use your hero power, that minion changes and somehow like their attack goes up or their defense goes up or something like that. Is so it random? Uh, n- well, it'll be it, – you'll, tell, you'll oh, be told okay. in the description okay. for the minion what will be happening. Uh, okay. Just like if they have taunt. Like you know that they have taunt. There's, okay. Yeah. Same as like <laughs> hit points and attack and all yes, that good ma'am. stuff. Um, and then the other thing here is that if you want to, you can pre-purchase 50 new card packs – for $50 right now. <laughs> you don't get to open the card packs until the expansion is launched. Um, but I, I did some math here. I did math. Some Whoa. Moment. How'd that go for you? So uh, actually really well. So normally, Congratulations. <laughs> normally um, a single card pack costs you about $1.40-ish. They only sell them in groups of two. And then with this new, you know, 50 packs thing, you're actually only spending 99 cents. Oh, nice. So it is a discount. Plus, you get a new card back for people who are crazy about the card backs. Are you going to spend $50 on a bunch of Hearthstone cards? No. Okay. I'm saving up my in-game gold to spend on a bunch of Hearthstone cards. <laughs> I think that's interesting that you can get the in-game gold yeah, yeah. by just play playing matches. So I, th- yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. Hearthstone, to me, is like the perfect example of free-to-play done correctly. Mm-hmm. Like, it just works across mm-hmm. the board in that game. Well, I think, yeah, what, what that mechanism is, and we do some of that over Big Fish, is that yeah. giving people a great experience for free, and that's it. Yeah. Like, And then right. if they want, they can add some extra stuff yeah. or get to certain levels quicker because of time. Right, right, right yeah. Um, but I, my my frustration with Hearthstone is, and let's see if you have this, is um, I'm, I get really paranoid about people online and playing against oh, them. Yeah. <laughs> and I just... That's almost like taking a test in school. I just do bad all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm like, I thought I was good at Hearthstone, just owning, you know, NPCs. And then I yeah. get there and yeah. I just Maybe fail. that explains me. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this once before, how, like, even the tutorial for that game is kind of brutal. Yeah. And uh, my thinking is that they're, they are preparing you to right, go battle. Right. I, I don't get frustrated. I've been playing a long time, though. Yeah. So I don't get scared about it. Um, the, other, the only thing I would be scared about with playing people online is – 
things that they would say, and it limits you to like certain <laughs> certain little things. Like phrases, that you can say, right? Yeah, phrases, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like I was playing against somebody last night that was being really irritating, <gasps> like like using like the hello thing, like every time he played a good card, like hello, and, oh, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'm like. Squelch, <laughs> which I love is the term for muting people in the yeah, game, yeah. is squelch. Yes. Nice. So this guy was being so annoying, though. I'm like, really? I love how sassy you can get with just those pre-programmed yes. responses. Yeah. Yes. It's more just like how you're using them. You know, yeah. Like, hello. Uh, uh, I said hello. Yeah. You're like, stop saying hello. My yeah. favorite is thank you when they play something that benefits you in some way. Oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> or I get it like, you know, for instance, like the priest has this mind control card that we yeah. can take control of one of your minions. And I get people who say thank you at that. Or when they're going to copy a minion or yeah, you know, yeah. something like that. But yeah, I just be- don't. I don't want that experience. I don't want another person. I played with my friend Kinsey. You don't want to be judged. I don't. I had my friend Kinsey who was a co-host most of the time on my podcast, and we played together for a long time. And at some point we're like, we've got to venture out into the world. (laughs) And we both did, and we just, like, texted each other. I don't want to. Let's play again. I don't want to go back out there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I might be too old or something. So do you play Splatoon? Going back to other multiplayer games, you do? Do you have the same problem with that? Well, I don't go online. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not an online person in general. There's a great game called Helldivers that's incredible co-op, and it's a great couch co-op game. But you can go online, and I have all these friends who want to go online with me, and I still haven't. And they're going to listen to this podcast and be like, Darn him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I so anonymous that. in Hearthstone. I just, I mean, it's anonymous in most places. It's anonymous. Yeah. You yeah. don't anonymous. hear the per- you don't hear people's voices. Yeah. You don't see anything. They're still out there judging you. Oh, yeah. that's the. Oh, well, maybe the judging, not judging you. The because judging. You were Speaking of which, um, Steve Lupitz uh, from Isometric, we have uh, spectated each other now a few times. And every time the other one of us is spectating, we just can't win. It doesn't matter. We just cannot oh. win. It's like it's happened for me spectating him, go. him spectating me, it's everything. So <laughs> And have you played against each other yet? Yes. Okay. But and I he I you, I right? yeah, I sort of um I don't know. I pulled out my golden mage and he would just had a regular level. Oh, person, oh you trashed so. him. Yeah, I trashed nice. him. Nice. <laughs> So mm. I shouldn't have done that. That wasn't very fair. But I didn't know who he was going to pull out. So I'm like, I'm not going to use one of my lower level guys if he's going to pull know, out a real You know, that shows 50. respect. <laughs> you respect his skill. So you went for the gold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I totally get that being shy online, though. But yeah. I, I think it's just practice. I think you kind of have to dip your toe in and then yeah. wade into your knees. And I, yeah. I remember playing World of Warcraft. I would play with my son, and then sometimes I'd play by myself. And a couple times, some character came up to my character and, like, tried to flirt or something. <laughs> and I just logged off immediately. I yeah. was so embarrassed. You're like, disappear. I was like, you're, you're a real person out there somewhere, and you're, like, flirting with my mage and it freaked me out <laughs> it's silly but yeah. you know no yeah. no well, it that's freak me, me when people too. flirt with me in real life I'm just <laughs> yeah. gone I'm out the door yeah. <laughs> that can happen down the street yeah my husband is actually funny in Hearthstone that he will imme- immediately squelch somebody if they say anything like even it's just hi at the beginning of the match wow I'm like why are you doing that <laughs> the person said hi to you you're just being rude <laughs> like Again, seriously take it to the real world you know like hello yeah. sir can I open this door for you get out of here <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> 
real weird. Let me tape your mouth for you. I know. Oh. I, I will say this one thing real quick, though, because I definitely have played online. I've been playing since I was a kid, every game, right? Yeah. Uh, Why well, I have a podcast about it. And MMOs were big for me. I played this game, Ultima Online, one of my yeah. favorite MMOs. And I've played a ton of stuff online, but I feel like um, I, I talked about this recently. I love the one-player experience. I love the story uh, moments. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just want to, when I'm so busy, my life is so crazy busy. All of ours are. Yeah. But um, I'm not a mom, so I should just strike that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my life is sort of busy. <laughs> but, uh, Good I go, move there. I know, I know. <laughs> nice save. <laughs> um, and then I go home and I want to, like, you know, just chill out and go that into the zone. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like watching yeah. a movie on my, you know, on yep. my Netflix or yep. something. So yeah. that's where I'm coming from with it. I, yeah. I, enjoy, I, I can it. do I it. it. I can do online, but yeah. yeah. That's totally, I, yeah. I relate. Hashtag yes. relatable. <laughs> <laughs> Hearthstone is like that for me, even if I am online. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's just so, like, unrisky. And I don't care that much about what rank I am. I really don't care. So, if, like, if I get beat five times in a row, whatever. Like, yep. my husband got to, like, rank 15. And he's like, I think I'm going to stop now until the season ends. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> because it, like, it puts you into groups from based on your finishing rank, not the highest rank that you have achieved, and tells you you are the top 30%, 40%, okay. 50% thing. So um, he doesn't want to get knocked yeah. down exactly. before the end of the he season. He wants to be in that top whatever percent. And I'm like, really? Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm just not that kind of gamer. I do not care. <laughs> But I just want to play. It seems cool, though. It seems like it is the least um, intrusive of the oh, types yeah. of online games like that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. It's pretty short. It's, yeah. You don't have to listen to people scream at you. <laughs> All those lobbies, I'm out, immediately out of those. <laughs> Audio lobby, turn it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ah. So let's see. Pro gamers are now going to be tested for drugs. Yeah! Just like sports gamers are. Yeah. yeah. And this came about because um, a Counter-Strike player uh, said that he and his teammates used Adderall during the last tournament. Um, and this was just said recently. The tournament was like a few months ago. Yeah. So the ESL can't do anything about it because even if he said it, they can't prove that it actually happened during the tournament. But... Him saying that is helping them change their policies yeah. a little bit. Congratulations. And I think he did get – he left his team and is on a new team now. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it's interesting. It's just one of those ways in which uh, video game – or video game sports, e-sports, that's the word <laughs> I'm looking for there, are being treated like physical sports, which, I mean, when it comes to taking performance-enhancing drugs is true. Yep. So – yeah. I think it depends on the game, though, because I've been watching some of the Evo that just recently happened. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I don't know. Again, I'm going to sound like an old man. <laughs> uh, Evo is for... Yeah, for the fighting games. Yes, the yeah, fighting but games. But there's definitely so. that idea of sports and competition and championships. Yeah, so yeah, we just we just explain everything in case oh, right. we have <laughs> yes, people totally. who aren't gamers. So, so if, yeah, if yes. you don't know, Evo is definitely like the Street Fighter-type games and yeah. Tekken-type games. Mm-hmm. And people from all over the world are playing and competing against each other in yeah. these games. Um, and like a lot of the other ones, like the real-time strategy competitions, these are intense things. Yeah. And I think that I grew up and there was a show on TV called Starcade. Oh, yeah. Do you know about that? I remember that, that Okay. <laughs> about four people know what we're talking about. <laughs> but um, it was really great and it was a competition of, of arcade games. So yeah. you, it was pretty much like Wreck-It Ralph or, you know, yeah. some of those things. And, you know, I just think that if you watch recently the Nintendo Championships, uh-huh. um, there was a lot of fun in those kind of yeah. competition. And that's what I like to see. I think that when we get too intense, it's always going to turn to people want to 
beat the other person yeah. into yeah. whatever it takes. If that's drugs, right? Yeah. Then mm-hmm. it's drugs. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what you get when you have those, like, huge purses for winning these. Exactly. Right, and the money, yeah. too, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, imagine, like. And the pressure and visibility. Right. Yeah. Star Arcade, I don't think those kids were doing anything. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe prob- some piece, they, some they probably should have been paid. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The yeah. fizzy rocks and the yeah. soda. Pop rocks. <laughs> yeah. Pop rocks, that's it, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Well, even the New York Times wrote about this, and they were talking about other um, gaming organizers, Mm -hmm. like the one that banned um, or said they were going to do the drug testing for for Adderall. Um, So Major League League Gaming is another one of those, Mm -hmm. and they're they're now they're talking about doing the testing in 2016. Yeah. Mm so I guess it must take a while for them to (laughs) work up to it or something. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I don't know how system. long. How long did it take traditional sports to implement something like a this? Long right. yeah. a long time? A long time, yeah. So yeah. you know, it it's, may seem like it's slow, but they're moving at a <laughs> wonderful pace. Yeah. If it's only going to take a year. And some would say they haven't gotten it right yet. Yeah, oh, with, no. tr- yeah, with yeah. physical sports. Yeah. 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 Well. <laughs> well, what's weird to do that real quick to, before yeah. we leave it is yeah. that I think a lot of those kids could do those types of drugs before the competition. You know what I mean? Because there's training for months and months and months. Oh. Yeah. And so I'm really still con- concerned about it because – So like using them to enhance the training The training, yeah. yeah. Because I mean I saw some documentary. Uh, I think one of my friends did one on GameSpot. I'll try to find the link for you guys because yeah, yeah. it's just fascinating to watch. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, this is 24-7 in an apartment yeah, yeah. with a bunch of people in the same apartment just training. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think, would assume, I though, that if you were using something to enhance your performance when you're training, then not having that during a competition would be a yeah. deficit because you'd right. be accustomed to having that added edge and then being without that for the, the competition with yeah. all the pressure yeah. might not be good. It's like what happened in the Pixel Can office when there were no coffee filters the other <laughs> day. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> There was a lot of Twitter. There were text messages. Every time we run out of coffee, it's just like, who's going to email Linda? We need coffee. What are we going to do? When is Linda getting here? Completely (laughs) hilarious because I don't drink coffee, but I was watching these three lovely women around me just melt down. Excuse me. Because there was no coffee. I had coffee. Oh, I'm sorry. I walked into the office probably half an hour later than everyone else holding a thermos of coffee. Yes. And (laughs) here's the other thing. You could walk, oh, I don't know. 50 feet to get coffee. Yeah, I think in they saw Seattle. it outside. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In the outside yeah. world? Yeah, everywhere. In the outside yeah. world. Yeah. Yes. I passed like four Starbucks, like right over Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I tweeted about it because it was just so amusing to me to see like these wonderful composed women just melting down because there was no coffee. They, uh, could we use a paper towel? Could we? You know, it's just like really, it's that bad. Yeah, <laughs> of course it's that bad. Well, it's there's a little tongue in cheek maybe. Not very yeah, much. Um, not very much. Oh, okay, <laughs> so we'll leave the coffee battle there. Um, so final piece of news: Minecraft uh, has some DLC based on Greek myth. It costs $3.99, has 39 new skins, including, of yes, Zeus. You can play as Zeus now in Minecraft. That sounds Um, fun. Yeah, it also has custom texture set and music composed by Gareth Coker, who also did music for Ori and the Blind Forest. I'm actually really excited about that. Minecraft music is so good, so yes, give me more of it. Yeah, the video looked, like, I don't play Minecraft, but the Mm -hmm. video looked really cool. Yeah. Like these, like, Greek amphitheater type things being built and... 
And so. I'm sure this is going to be cool for teachers to use in the classroom if they're doing mm. Greek myth units. Like, yeah. oh, my God, what better way to explore that? That would be a yeah. fun topic to explore just oh, in yeah. general. Yeah. The idea of teaching with games. I mean, I'm sure that you guys have covered that. Yeah, right? yeah. We, we do cover Minecraft that a lot. is huge yeah. for that, especially. I mean, we talked a couple weeks ago about some mods that teachers created for Minecraft to teach programming to kids. Mm. So, yeah. Great. Yeah. And I noticed today also that um, Microsoft actually just launched a site called education.minecraft.net. Oh, nice. nice. Mm. Um, so there are websites out there, um, teachers who have blogs that talk about teaching with Minecraft. But this is kind of the official one now. Yeah. And it just launched today. There's not a whole lot on there yet, but yeah. you can sign up to follow their progress. So, oh, yeah. that is real smart yeah. of them. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Minecraft could just be used to teach almost anything. Yeah. Like yeah. Math and, and English. And, and history. And, and, yeah. yeah. Just... Well, you know, it's funny is you mix together the idea of that HoloLens. Have you seen that? Yeah. yeah. Which if, if, if people, oh, yeah, yeah. they know about on the podcast. Yes, yeah. we've talked about it, yes. Um, but you mix that, obviously, with Minecraft. Yeah. That is definitely visually teaching as yes. well, like uh-huh. right, right there in front yeah. of you. I'm so pumped for that. There's all this – there was kind of like a, a fluttering in the internets when it came out that the, the view field of the HoloLens is not quite as big as it was shown, say, in the E3 demo, which was mm-hmm. awesome. And I'm like – I don't care. Yeah. It's still awesome. It <laughs> exactly. still looks great. It's a freaking hologram, and it's like the first workable commercial yeah. hologram that we have. It's awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> My friends have used it, or one, one person I know used it, and said that, yeah, it's a smaller field of view, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because, A, it's coming this year, I think, right? Mm-hmm. The end of the Soon. year? I, think so, I don't think yeah. they've announced a release okay. date. But. Um, someone from somewhere threw a grapevine. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> told me the end of this year, um, but then it's kind of limited in its, you know, mm-hmm. scope. But it yeah. doesn't even matter. It's still cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. And the yeah. thing is, once it gets out there and gets into the hands of, say, hospitals and software developers and mm. teachers, mm. et cetera, it's going to develop a lot. And yeah. I think it, within the next couple of years, it'll be something completely different. And I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. It should be cool. So our main topic today is about all about making games and kids making games. Yeah. And Carlos makes games. Yeah, I just started. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so why don't you talk a little bit about what you do at Big Fish and on your own and maybe some of the tools that you use that might be available to yeah, everybody. Yeah, well, when we were talking with Minecraft, I think that's a good example, too. Just, you know, in general, these games that come out that are games first, yeah. and then they are tools. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, back in the day, they were called mods, right? And I guess yeah. there still are. But there was really mechanical and, like, laborious ways to make mods of games mm-hmm. yes. and now it's becoming more like it comes with the package you know the game <laughs> is kind of yeah. also a tool creation yeah. there's a lot of games like that actually yeah there have been a lot um, and then again to speak to the kind of tools you know I, at Big Fish I do social media and I produce videos mm-hmm. um, and then I also just do some marketing stuff but part of doing social media is to get all of our brands yeah we have a lot of different brands like Gummy Drop and Fairway Solitaire, yeah. all these different characters, and to get them kind of out into the public mm-hmm. eye. So I started making HTML5 games because those are something that's quick and easy to do. Yeah. The If you don't know, when you make a video game, there's obviously lots of people involved and lots of different mm-hmm. tools. Yes. But with HTML5 and some of the tools I'll talk about here in a second, um, you can do them and just put them on the web. Yeah. Like an HTML page just can live somewhere. And as long as the assets are you know, called, yeah. and the HTML page is calling those assets, which mm-hmm. are images and videos, yes. then you can make a game pretty quickly. So yeah. uh, the tool I use, and we actually got the license for here at work, is uh, it's called Construct, mm-hmm. uh, Construct 2 specifically. And I think what's great for the kids now is that there's more of these tools where you can 
use graphical interfaces to make games. Right. right. Like there's Stencil and there's a bunch of other ones that are out there. Um, game Salad. I think Build Box is out now. Uh, and a ton of these where you can literally just kind of drag and drop elements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you still have to be really, like, figure that out after a while. Yes. And you have to have the brain for it, I think. Because mm-hmm. um, some people just don't aren't wired that way. Yeah. But I definitely am. <laughs> and, yeah. and I was waiting for this kind of, these tools to to emerge. And so yeah. now at work, you know, I do a lot of the social media, a lot of the video and, and fun marketing stuff. But then I make these little small games that kind of promote our brands. Cool. As well as our new IP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, are things like Construct 2 free to download for people? Yeah, you can try it for free. You can make a game for free. Um, They have you buy a personal license once Mm -hmm. you actually want to promote it in a big way. Uh Um, And I think that's you have to make like a certain amount of money. I think it's Mm $5,000, right? So if you're starting to make money on this thing, then they're like, okay, you've got to get a a, a more of a real license. But just for testing it out and making personal things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of ones like uh, uh, Game Salad, Build Blocks, Stencil, Game Maker. Game Maker, yeah. Most of those are just free forever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then again, there's a couple new licenses that they stick at the end. Yeah. We have an extensive video about using Game Maker on our site, pixelkin.org. Nathan yeah. Minier did it for us because he made a game. He's a game maker. So he kind of just says, this is what I did. Yeah, it's so, solid. I mean, it's yeah. been around for a long time, so mm-hmm. it's really strong. I would highly recommend Construct to everybody, though. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's. I used to program in BASIC, mm-hmm. you know, Commodore <laughs> yeah. 64, and, and it was just so hard to get anything to work. And then later on, IBM and PC stuff. Yeah. And, and nowadays, uh, not just the construct, but if you are listening to this and you went to school for video games and mm-hmm. they're like, Carlos, I can already do this, <laughs> um, then there's a tool called Unreal. So Unreal's right. an engine yeah. that yeah. makes uh-huh. that you can make video games with, but now it's for free. Mm-hmm. So essentially, it's that same kind of thing. You can make a game, worry about licensing later. Yeah. And most of the licensing are like $100 sometimes mm-hmm. or $200. So that's reasonable if yeah. you're going to be making something that might, could make money for you. So yeah, yeah, um, definitely. The game that we that I I finished at work was it's called That Gold Is Mine, and it's about a little old man who has a lot of gold, <laughs> and it's kind of a meta thing here, where these aliens come down and they say, "Hey, he's got a lot of gold. Let's teach him something about greed." <laughs> so they. They kidnap him and put him in this virtual world that looks, you know, like Mario Brothers. Yeah. And they've dispersed his gold everywhere. And they're like, let's see how far he goes to get his gold. Oh, uh, and it's a difficult nice. platformer where you're yeah. getting your gold back. Nice. Um, and for some reason, there's donuts. That's an interesting that. take on collecting coins. Like, there's a reason for it. There is, yeah. I yeah. like that. <laughs> well, you can play it, too. I'll give you this, a link in the show notes. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's free, and you can just play it and part of our new initiative and stuff. That cool. is so cool. So what's your process like? Do you um, do any pencil and paper kind of planning when you figure out a game, or does the story come to you or the characters? Or how yeah, does that work? I definitely am. Even with video, I do a lot of storyboarding. Right? Oh, okay. We're shooting a video uh, Friday, a little sketch. It's actually a Twin Peaks sketch. <gasps> um, and, you know, I storyboarded that, and I storyboarded that gold is mine as well. I have some original drawings on our Facebook page for it. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's me just scribbling a little man and an alien. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then it never turns out the same way. It starts that way. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I definitely storyboard. And then once I storyboard so with something like Construct, I go in and, and lay just the very basics down. So here's how he moves around. Mm-hmm. And here's the land mass. So you make maps. And making maps is difficult. <laughs> it, it, you might not think it is. And yeah. you'll learn when you play the Mario Maker on Wii U yeah. that you everybody can make a game in that. And that's really easy to make a, a level. But it's still hard to make a fun level. 
Yeah. That's not too difficult. Mm-hmm. And that was my biggest learning process, believe it or not. Construct is such a great tool. But for me, it was like, well, is this easy enough or hard enough or, yeah, you yeah. know, user testing it. So for me, a lot of it was uh, just testing and testing over and over again. Yeah. Interesting. That's so I- – I think that's a part of games that people, like making games that people overlook is that process that is not necessarily fun of playing it over and over again and thinking in detail, like, what am I doing and how am I reacting to it? Like, I remember we were doing some workshops in a class that I took in college and whenever somebody got knocked out, I had to be like, okay, so how do you feel about what just happened? Was that a good (laughs) elimination or was that a bad elimination? Do you feel cheated by this? (laughs) Like, it's just, there's so much that goes into it that people don't think about. And that's not even considering the ones that are stories, right? Yeah, no kidding. Like, I'm playing this game that I can't stop playing, The Witcher 3. It's a new RPG. Yeah, my husband is in that seat as well. (laughs) 140 hours or something. Yeah, no. I've already beat it, and I'm still playing it. I'll play it tonight. Um, I have a problem. Someone said I was (laughs) filled with madness or something. Um, But that's the same same kind of thing. Like, I just look at that now that I'm really into the making of games, and Mm -hmm. just I'm baffled by all the different eventualities, you know, yeah. just with storylines. Yeah. Like if you think of TV or movies, right, right, it's the same yeah. thing, right? You better nail that storyline. Yeah. So you're sitting I there like paralyzed to, by yeah. choice. <laughs> I like to write like fiction and everything and then uh, I downloaded Twine. I'm like, oh, oh this Twine's is great. great. I can just like make this interactive story thing. And I very quickly found out that things can scale up so amazingly. Oh, I've got, yeah. You've got like – 20 paths of speed, and I'm like, okay, I didn't think this through very well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's killed a, me. That's a great segue because I actually make a game, uh, a couple of make games on the side as well, but one of them is with Quest. Uh-huh. It's with a Q, and Twine's great yeah, too. Yeah. A lot of the Twine text adventures, if you haven't played them, they're yeah. basically mm-hmm. like choose your own adventure books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they're making their way onto Steam, and they're doing well on Steam. Yeah. Like, oh, people wow. are buying these games. That is very yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, it's so cool. Yeah, especially starting with it as a kid. A lot yeah, of us, yeah. So, yeah, but like you said, you get in there and you're like, whoa, I got a lot of branches. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like I ran out of room for branches on my screen and I'm like, hmm, (laughs) maybe it makes sense to just write the story first and then – Go to the twine afterwards. <laughs> well, yeah. that that's it exactly. Yeah. Even with that that gold is mine, that platforming, I had to figure out what it was going to generally be. Yeah. yeah, and then you can come back. Yeah. I think a lot of game design teachers um, will play the basically the board game version of the game mm-hmm. before they actually design it on a computer, which makes sense. So you've kind of got a lot of the kinks worked out before you. I think what's the tool. Yeah, I think what's great, or, or what I would hope that teachers would do when they're talking about teaching making of games is. Talk about storytelling. Yeah. yeah. Like I think yeah. that's really what it's about. And and why I why I'm drawn to the one player games I mentioned earlier is because of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and that's why I think not to, I go on a lot of tangents, but sorry. Mm-hmm. But TV's so good right now is because of stories. Yeah. Like, there's yeah, such really true. good stories in TV. Yeah. And I think that's why we're so enamored with it. Remember the old like full house days and stuff? <laughs> there's there's no storyline that we're going along <laughs> yes. with that. You know? Yes. The twins out twins got older. Yeah. Yay. But their but, last name was Tanner. Yeah. So. Oh, that's very special. Nicole there were Tanner. two 80s TV shows whose last names were Tanner. It was Full House. Wow. What a time for you. And Alf. <laughs> oh, Alf. That's right. Alf. The Tanner. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Alf is yes. – I think Alf might hold up. I watched it recently. Oh, yeah. I haven't it's seen real it ridiculous, but <laughs> – Maybe like you should it. show it to Anna. <laughs> Maybe. She doesn't need any more – Prompting to be ridiculous, quite honestly. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, but speaking of stories and games, yeah. I, I think what you're saying about learning the proper or learning to tell a compelling story is right on because it, when you get into games and choices and branching stories, you have to be so careful to make those choices meaningful and compelling right. and not mm-hmm. just – you know, even if it does just tweak one little thing in the game, it has to feel not like you're being not like you're making false choices and then being ramrodded into one outcome, but like that has a consequence for your character and has mm-hmm. a consequence for the story. And that is so darn tricky to do. I was yes. trying to do it like for yeah. last national novel writing month when I was trying to write a game for Novel writing month. Huh. Well, that's weird. Hmm. It didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I've tried to do NaNoWriMo a few. I, I I completed it one year. I actually did complete NaNoWriMo. High five. And I cried awesome. at the end of it. <gasps> oh. <laughs> you spend like all month writing 50,000 yeah. words. Like it is an amazing accomplishment. Like and all you get is this little PDF certificate. But still. What I does it love do? NaNoWriMo. Oh, I, I, basically, sorry, I'll explain it. it. Yeah. Uh, National Novel Writing Month is basically an event where you sign up to write 50,000 words in one month and there's no prize there's no you know enforcing of it you just write and mm. it comes out to 1667 words a day yes and you're basically it's basically just supposed to strip away your inhibitions and mm. give you a yes. deadline so you know i'm not gonna sit here pondering my word choice for 10 minutes i'm yeah. gonna write <laughs> going back and editing yeah. which is my problem oh so. me too same that's actually i think true for a lot of our i was just yeah. having this discussion about constraint Constraint, yeah. you know, breeding yeah. creativity. Cause exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, like I'm beating a dead horse when I talk about constraint breeding creativity, but it's one of those things that I so believe is but just based on writing projects that I've done because you always – and I'm telling myself this right, right now because I'm working on a writing project, but there are all these – times when I'm like, oh, crap, I'm going to have to go back and change this. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a first draft. Yeah. Yeah. Just get to the end. <laughs> to, to really quick bring it back to the game making. Yes. The people <laughs> listening to uh, talking about want to make games, go ahead and just make something. Okay? Just there make a go. level even. That gold is mine that I finished. It's not the greatest game in the world. But <laughs> I did finish it, I guess. Yeah. And, um, you know, the only reason is because I just dug in there. And the constraints were I didn't even know all the tools. There you so go. I was like, yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to figure this out as I go along and hope that it makes sense. And mm-hmm. at some point it did. Also, bugs in games can be features. <laughs> because there's nice. a little thing where the guy uh, was kind of sticking on the edges of the platforms. Uh-huh. And I was like, he's holding on to the platforms. That's what he's doing. <laughs> so then I really like uh, made the little colli- – it's called a collision map around him. Uh-huh. So I made that like really go around his hand area. Oh. So now if he like – like is near a platform, it looks like he's holding onto it. Nice. nice. But that was a bug because I just <laughs> went for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've heard lots of stories of, about that in like regular game development that they just take bugs, bugs and, and make them feature yeah. games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even like the big, big name game projects have problems with scope, which mm-hmm. you hear about all the time. This is why games get delayed. This, yeah. I mean – you get some designer gets really, really ambitious, like, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, reality smacks them in the face and <laughs> they realize they're going to need this many programmers for this amount of time and this many artists. And yeah. 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 So, you know, starting to make games, look at something like Flappy Bird. Look how <laughs> simple that is and look at how successful it was and yeah. think, you know. All you need to really – to start making games is one mechanic, one idea, yeah. and 
go from there, build out from there. And you might find the mechanic by using one of the tools that we that we talk about in the notes uh-huh. because mm-hmm. each each kind of so I, I do the same thing with making music. I make music and stuff, and like each kind of different music editing program does things a little differently. Uh-huh. And so then when I would make like electronic music, mm-hmm. each one would kind of have different loops or different ways that it could fade things in and out. And I think that's the same thing with games because mm-hmm. Contract has like, this really cool way to really quickly add physics. You can hit a button and it adds like basic physics. <laughs> and then you have to tweak it so it doesn't look crazy and yeah. you know it makes sense. <laughs> but because it has that, I built that gold is mine and probably the next game I'm working on because it had that ability. Uh-huh. So I think that it really the constraints are also within the tools. So yeah. yeah. And what a yeah. great learning thing for kids too. Mm-hmm. And there are quite a few contests nowadays. We just mm-hmm. uh, did a story on Pixel Ken about the BAFTA Awards. So yes. they gave some awards to kids, little British kids. Yeah. Yeah, the BAFTA. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. No, the BAFTAs are huge. Yeah. Um they're basically I mean they give awards for movies and everything and games. Mm-hmm. Right. So So yeah, little kids winning big awards for their game. They'll yeah. give designs. awards for it's anything cool. these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you actually have to be British to do that. Because BAFTA gets awards to games that are made over here. Yeah. It's not just British mm-hmm. games. Yeah. I don't know though. Go visit their site. I have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> The link will be in the post. In my yes. mind, they all had a Cockney accent. That's all. That's exactly how everyone in England talks. Yeah, yeah. I actually can't pull it off. I can just say oi, governor. That's it. They're also doing – the BBC is giving away – I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago – one – thousand or something of these tiny tiny four by four centimeter computers called micro bits that you mm. can program and some of the examples they're giving them to kids like age 11 years old so the hope is that you know like when you give a kid a set of watercolors they don't know anything about painting but they can still paint and they'll, yeah. they'll mm. figure it out and they'll do something cool they'll be creative it's the same thing with programming is what they're yeah. trying to say you know you give a kid a computer and They'll eventually program something, and they could program something awesome, and mm-hmm. either way, they'll learn something. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. There's a, a documentary we were just talking about um, called – and I'm sorry I keep saying that we were just talking about because I do <laughs> too many shows. From Bedrooms to Billions, it's a great documentary about mm. the UK um, early gaming scene. So oh. when they had like the Spectrum computer and like these really old computers – and they were just making games. Again, it was like the new – it's like mobile games now where anybody can make a, a mobile game. Yeah. yeah. But back then they were, again, working with less tools. Um, right. But, yeah, they just went for it. You know, they're like, I don't know what this is going to be, but let's just try it. Yeah. So, yeah that's very, very cool. It's a good message to take away. Go for it. Okay. So – Do it. Yeah. Oh, it's that it's – that, it's that internet <laughs> Shia thing, LaBeouf right? Shia LaBeouf theme. Yeah. Just do wow. it. <laughs> Topical Just humor, Nicole. I'm sorry you're not a full-time <laughs> meme like me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carlos. So um, if you had to wrap it up into one succinct statement, what advice would you give to people who want to make games as far as either just jumping in or maybe if they're in the spot where they're going to go to college or what they need to study? Yeah, I think what's amazing and wasn't around when I was a kid is that there's a lot of great schools, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they all – or have even just regular colleges have like yeah. video game courses. So if you're interested now and you're going to school, go take the, all the classes you can in school because you're going to get money to to do it. Like <laughs> they're giving you money to do what you want to do in the future. Um, and also, I would tell kids just in general, you don't really know what you want yet. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, just try a bunch of stuff. Just try. Mm-hmm. And the same thing when it comes to the actual making of games. Just Download all the programs. 
Download all the links that we put in the show notes, all of them, yeah. and then try them all and see which one sticks with you. Because, yeah. you know, maybe stencil turns you off and you're like, I don't like how that works. Yeah. Well, then, you know, construct is better or something. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I would just say, yeah, just try and make a bunch of stuff. And also go, do some creative writing courses and, mm-hmm. and learn about storytelling because games are stories. Like yes. you right. might see like an action game or been playing Call of Duty for a long time where you're just shooting people, but – it, I think what the games that will stand the test of time are is going to sound holier than thou or some. Thing, <laughs> it's the same thing as like what great art or great movies stand the test of time, yeah. right? So yeah. that's you know it's a it's about stories as well. So yeah, yeah, I would definitely try everything. That's, that's my two that's cents. That's a really easy way out of that question, but that's yeah. fine. Oh, oh, oh wait, did I not answer? <laughs> no, you're good. That okay. was great. No, that's awesome. Um, so now we segue into what we're playing. So oh. I know you said you're already playing The Witcher. Yes. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, um, I think in general why I like The Witcher 3 so much is what I said earlier is that it's just this kind of relaxation zone for me. Mm-hmm. And I get to go into this world and just everything is gone, put my headphones on, <laughs> and I'm in this little world where I'm leveling up. But actually, to that point, um, I think recently we were mentioning that, like, I think why I like doing this is why, like, a lot of people like playing role-playing games is because in your life you might not have control over a lot of stuff or you don't know what's happening or maybe it's not a good time in your life, Mm -hmm. uh, let's just say. And you have these quantifiable moments within this role-playing game. Mm -hmm. Like, I've got this sword. It's definitely better than the other sword. (laughs) And, you know, and then I have this home and I've I've put all my things here, Mm -hmm. even though I don't really have a home in real life or, uh, you know, in college (laughs) or whatever, you know. So for me, I'm playing The Witcher not just because it's a great game and I've already beat it uh, and there's DLC coming <laughs> still. Yes, yes. But it's because I really enjoy this kind of like little world where I just – You make s- your own successes yeah, one after yeah, another. Yeah. yeah. That's, that feels really good. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, my husband's loving that game. He plays it every night. Nice. <laughs> As opposed to League of Legends, which you used to play every night. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I, he, he's gone from his office down to our rec room. Nice. So – an exile in his own home. <laughs> Exiling himself. It's fine, though. I yeah. mean, it's when everybody else is in bed. You can yeah. do whatever he wants. I don't care. Cool. I was going to say before, I, I'll let you guys go to what you were playing because I'm playing so many things. But <laughs> I do want to mention this because I just thought about it when you mentioned Twine. There's a game called The Choice of Robots. Hmm. And it's a text adventure. And it made me, like, get the feelies. <laughs> like, I was like, a little bit of the tear, <laughs> another tear, and I think a couple fell. Wow. Well, yeah. What was that called again? Uh, it's called The Choice of Robots. Choice it's a of robots. text adventure. There's okay. no graphics. There's no sound. I highly recommend I listen to Radiohead while mm-hmm. I played it. <laughs> so, like, I think there's a certain whatever is a good kind of emotional music for you to listen to. Yeah. But it's about you're a college kid and you make a robot and you've got to decide what that robot's like. But all the choices you make along the way ultimately end up how the story's going to go. Uh-huh. Um, just from the idea of how you built the robot. Like, do you build it with guns and, and more yeah. aggressive? Yeah. Or do you build a more thinking robot? And it also, maybe because it's a guy and I felt, like, really attached to the character. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and some of the stuff maybe shook a nerve or something. But, mm-hmm. man, an incredible experience. It's huh. about, like, I played it for three or four hours and then shut it down, and then in the morning just had to go right back to it. Uh-huh. And three or four hours later, it was over. But it was so worth it. Is that wow. online? It's on Steam. Okay. Yeah, oh, Choice great. of Robots. It's so good. All right, cool. Yeah. Great. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk like, for uh, too many more games. How, don't, how about you give us one more? Oh, my goodness, one another more. one. <laughs> yeah, pick one. Um, 
Oh, it's One Dreamer, I think. I think it's called One Dreamer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Steam. I think it's on Greenlight. I get a lot of early games, so right, right. I don't know if it's out yet, but I think it's called One Dreamer. I'll make a note in the show notes <laughs> if I'm wrong. And it's about um, what's really cool about it is it's a little 16-bit graphics, side-scrolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a platformer per se, but more of an adventure game. Um, and it uses audio of the guy's voice. So whenever he sees something, he... You just hear audio of it. And I feel mm-hmm. like we don't see that a lot in the games. Mm, yeah. So he'll yeah. wake up, and, he, and it's really great graphics. And he's like, what's going on? I, I feel really weird. What's <laughs> happening? And I, and I felt weird hearing it. Like every yeah. single yeah. text, I heard him say it. That's and I can't decide if I am off-put by that, you know? Yeah. But I really enjoyed the difference of it because huh. every little moment – that you do in the game, he's got a reaction for. Mm-hmm. So if you go down this tunnel when you maybe weren't supposed to, he's like, I don't know if I should go down here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm that's like, something like, what was that game that changed its narration as you played? Bastion? Oh, yeah, Bastion. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. There you yeah. go. And Transistor. Transistor was the follow-up to that, where you yeah. their yeah. sword talks to you. Oh. Yeah. So this one, those are two things where there's a narrator in one and there's a sword. Yeah. But this one is you yourself. Yeah. So I think that's the difference. But yeah. Interesting. I, I think it's the mo- one of the most beautiful 16-bit kind of, you know, retro graphic looking. Cool, cool. So cool. I think it's called One Dreamer. All right. I'll make sure to. Okay, cool. We'll be in the show notes. How about you, Simone? Oh, gosh. So for our our monthly PS Plus games, we downloaded a racing game called Drive Club, which I I grew up playing Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. I loved that game a lot. Um, So I was kind of feeling I wanted a racing game in my life. I am so bad at this game. (laughs) It is unbelievable. That's why you only play those with your friends. (laughs) Well, I made I made Emmett play it just yeah. so I could, you know, validate myself. He was way worse than I was, so that made me feel good. <laughs> it is – it's really fun. I feel like I could get better at it. Um, but it, there's nothing that's really standing out to me about it. It's beautiful. It's a racing game. There are cars. I drive them. Um, but I, I needed that outlet of just, like, being fast and – slamming into other cars, which you're not really supposed to do. Um, I'm really disappointed we can't find a a co-op mode for it, like Mm. couch co-op. And I don't know if that's because I don't seem to have the full version of the game or because there isn't one, but... I would really Couch love to destroy my roommate. Kind of weird in a racing game. I feel you could do it though. I think they did it. It was possible in Need for Speed, where you know, just one on top, one on bottom, and split you, screen. Yeah, yeah I feel like a lot, a lot less for doing that nowadays, though. There's which is a shame. Yeah. Did you yeah. like the uh, Burnout Paradise? I want to say the I don't think I've played that. There's an open world kind of racing mm-hmm. game that was really cool. <laughs> I, I want to try to play. Uh, what is it's the um, the crew. Where yeah. they mapped America, and you can basically drive across America in 40 minutes or something. I've heard that bad things about both Drive Club and the crew, though. Like, so have like, I. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> I want, I think, like you, I've been wanting a racing game in my life. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if that's them. Well, mm-hmm. if you have a PS Plus, you can get it Drive Club for free. So oh, yeah. There I you do. go. Okay, I'll just yeah. do it. Yeah, that cool. that's a good way to scratch the itch, I think, without committing to something. Just <laughs> <laughs> pay ninety nine dollars a year for free games from PlayStation. Is that what it adds up to? I think that's what my roommate's paying that for. That makes it. me feel a lot worse. <laughs> 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 They've done a very good marketing job. Yeah, you see twelve ninety nine or whatever, probably for like a yeah, few yeah, months, yeah. and you're like, oh, that's nothing. Oh, wait, it's a hundred dollars a year. Yeah, I remember being something like that. Oh. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. 
don't think Xbox Live costs that much. Good. I don't know for sure. It's it's near that range, yeah. but I don't think it's quite yeah. that range. It's like 80 or something like that. I'm paying for my delivery wine, and that's disappointing enough. <laughs> <laughs> in a box? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that in Shark Tank? Where'd you get? Because I saw a delivery wine in Shark Tank. Uh, <laughs> Is it it's that? like a it's a wine club or something. Oh, okay. a, a friend linked me to it while I was drinking wine, and <laughs> I was very susceptible to having more wine at that moment. So now I get three bottles delivered a month from Club W. We can cut this out if it's not appropriate. <laughs> No, we're all adults. We're all over 21. They give you recipes. It's really nice, actually. They should pay me for the work that I'm doing for them. But, yeah, they send you, like, this really nice box with three bottles, and then each bottle has a flavor profile and then a recipe that that pairs with it. So nice. Cool. I love it. Have you cooked anything? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been playing anything else besides racing and getting Freaking Crossy Road. I can't stop playing that game. It stresses me out so much. I hold it solely responsible for the jaw problems I've been having. Like, <laughs> I, I I cannot play it relaxed. So, but it's uh, we've talked about it before. But you tap on your phone screen to move your character, and you're crossing roads basically like Frogger. Um, it's very stressful. I'll just be playing in complete silence, and then crap. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me want to throw my phone, but I can't stop. Wow. So, yeah, it's my life. What just about, got the giddy goat bears. What about the bears? I'm playing the bears too. Okay. Slowly leveling up my my early bears now that um Spry Fox updated it so you can go back to previous chapters of Alpha Bear and you know level yeah. up those early bears that you may have not paid attention to before you skipped off to chapter 2. Well, I mean I think the thing there was that I didn't realize that you how go necessary yeah. it was going to be to level up. I'm like, oh, okay, I did this and I did this. Oh, boss battle here. Let's see. Oh, yay, your next chapter. Guess what? You don't get to level up your forebear at all anymore. <laughs> forebear, great bear because – Love it, forebear. It, yeah, it gives you a bonus every time you spell four-letter words. Mm-hmm. And on and not those kind of four-letter words. But any <laughs> – you know, like any word game, I think most people are going to do four-letter words as yeah. opposed to any other – so the forebear is Not me. Is like, I do eight-letter words. Oh, whatever. Well, then the octobear no. would be great for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I've never played this game. It's a, it's a word bear game. Yeah, it yeah it's called Alpha Bear. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's its so own great. genre, word bear game. Yeah, mm-hmm. you um. earn bears by beating levels, and for each uh, round that you play, you get to choose three bears to be like your companions, and they yeah. have bonuses. The yeah. oh, so, there's sixty-seven in total. Triple Town. Yeah, uh, yes, it did for a yes, minute. Yeah. Yes, the same yeah. company that, yeah. that made that. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. This is great because it has a lot of variety in it. Like there's one level where you get bonuses for playing two-letter words, right? Uh, it changes one day by day. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, they have they're new all, boards every yeah, day. Yeah, there are two basic boards. There's your relaxation board, which <laughs> means you can take as long as you want to spell anything, and then there's the timed board, um, yeah. which always stresses me out. Like I know I'm making bad words. I'm like, There's got to be a better word in here. (laughs) The other day I started a timed board and somehow between starting the game and playing, I forgot it was a timed board. So I'm sitting there leisurely like making words. And I'm like, why are the letters pulsing? Why is the screen flashing red? I might have had too much wine. Yeah, you know what's funny is I, I similar to the thing where I said I, I do bad at taking tests and multiplayer stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we have a game Gummy Drop, and it's a match three game, but there's a cool like uh, resource matching or resource element thing where you uh-huh. get resources too. Yeah. I actually reviewed that game. Oh, on have you? Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you like it? Yeah, I liked it. it was yeah, fun. it's pretty addictive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's certain levels that are timed. 
And no thank you very much. <laughs> I have to play them for a lot of the things that I do there. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they don't – sometimes those levels, they don't give me, like – cheats or something. It's mm-hmm. like, no, you just got to yeah. beat this. And I get real bad. I'm I'm looking at that time clicking down. <laughs> Too much pressure. It is yeah. Pressure, pressure, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, how about you, Linda? I played some Crossy Road and I was having fun and yeah, losing my mind a little bit. <laughs> but it was crashing on my Android oh, phone. No. You know, yeah. sometimes it lags Freezing on my up. iPhone, but um, I don't think I've had it crash before. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then I would get all upset and turn my phone off and on and then play some more. Ooh, <laughs> so, that's dedication. Unfortunate. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty fun game. It is pretty addictive. Yeah. Um, Alpha Bear, I've been playing some of that. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Breath, which we talked about last week. Is that is the that, That's the relaxing oh, yeah. one where um, there's, I don't know, water droplets and you're trying to get the water lilies to blossom. Oh, oh. actually. Yeah, Breath of Light. Oh, it's Breath of Light. Pretty okay. sure. It the just game says that I reviewed. My... Yeah. Yes. The little like D like okay. double Sorry, helix looking light. things. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. And what? then I've actually been playing some um Assassin's Creed Unity <gasps> again. Whoa. Oh Come my back god. <laughs> I so I've I've got a new philosophy now. I go on I go on to Assassin's <laughs> Creed Unity and I just do the easiest thing I can think of, like I walk over and try to find a chest, <laughs> <laughs> or I jump into a, a locked chest, or just a regular, not chest? a locked chest, because I don't have much lock picking skill. Apparently, why not? So, because I can't figure out how to level it up. So, um, yeah, I'm a terrible, I'm I'm terrible at this game. But, so, what do you um, like yeah. about the game? Because it seems like you might like the world or something. Is that why you I, like it? Oh, I like a lot of things about it. I like the world. and um, But I've played all the other Assassin's Creed games, but this one I'm having a harder time figuring out exactly how it works. Yeah, it's a little messy. Yeah. I think it's a little convoluted yeah. versus the other ones. Yeah, yeah like like just the, the system of like changing weapons, mm-hmm. um, switching to a different weapon or figuring out how to level <laughs> things up. Or, why are you laughing? I'm so sad. <laughs> I'm going to get there. It'll take me like two years at the rate I'm All right. going. I, have I play half you. an hour and open a chest. So it's going to be, you know, four or five years down the road. Yeah. I'll finish the game. Well, we so. can keep track of it because yeah. you talk about it every podcast. <laughs> yeah. So we can yeah. say Linda started here and she ended here. Yeah. Well, I'll come to your defense in a little bit because I think that that is the maybe crappiest of the of those. I will fight you right really? now. Really? Okay. <laughs> but there's one that was um, and it was near and dear to my heart because I'm Native American. So it was one where you got to play as a Native American. Mm. That was really fun and cool. Well, Simone is French, so. Oh, see, there we go. There, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Wait, we are going to have a war right now. <laughs> okay, again, spoiler, the natives lose. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. I can make that joke because I'm Native American. Yay, um, I apologize for my people. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The you French have sucked throughout history. No, you didn't do anything. I'm pretty sure my family did. So. No, no. <laughs> no, you don't know. Listen, no, I, you don't know. I was there. Show them the ring. Okay. Show them the ring. <laughs> okay. But um, I think that will be really fun is that new one in uh Yeah, Britain, I'm looking right? forward the UK to that. One? Yeah, yeah. The London one. Because yeah. I, I just love the setting that they can make. I yeah. get, I'm kind of fatigued with the mechanics, truthfully. Like, yeah. I, we've mm-hmm. done it so You're many not the games. Only one. Yeah. 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 But I think that the, that, sen- that new kind of setting is really going to get a good punch in the arm for it. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. I mean, at least I've learned how to counter now, so I don't get Yay, killed immediately. Oh, that's good. <laughs> 
That's really hard in That's Assassin's Creed China. I could not right. get it right in Assassin's Creed China, which is very different from the other Assassin's Creed games in that it is a side-scrolling platformer mm. instead of an open-world <laughs> parkour game. Uh, I I will defend Assassin's Creed Unity and say that I think they made huge leaps and bounds with the mechanics between 4 and Unity. Um it's, they, they definitely made it easier to descend from things and climb things. Uh, they did not necessarily make that clear <laughs> in teaching you. It, it probably took me like halfway through the game to realize that there were different controls, in fact, for climbing down buildings. Um, <laughs> certainly, it was very glitchy when it was released. It was less glitchy by the time I played it. I, I know they've apologized many times. I, I hold them fully responsible for the horrible problems that plagued the launch of Unity. But I am also saddened because I feel like – I feel – I have a theory. My friend Cora and I have a theory that the Assassin's Creed protagonists who are not necessarily like – the traditional game protagonists are unfairly maligned by the community. Connor being one of those protagonists who people say is boring. He's not boring. He's wonderful. Arno, people say he has no personality. He is sparkling and a, a nice, lovely young man. And um, so my concerns going into Assassin's Creed Syndicate are that they will return to kind of a a grimmer, more stereotypically man video game character. Although they also have Eevee, so mm-hmm. yay there. And they are refining the mechanics for Assassin's Creed Syndicate as well. So yeah. I'm Maybe excited. they're listening to you, Simone. They right need now. to listen to me yeah. and yeah. not <laughs> Let's freaking so. kill Arno. But <laughs> I, I think, though, uh, again, is uh, you're right about the glitches. I mean, that really did hurt it. It and, did, yeah. I mean, it, it is a bigger discussion, but there's just so many, you know, AAA titles and bigger publishers who are rushing things out. Mm-hmm. And that didn't happen when we, when I was a kid. I got my Super Nintendo game, and it was how it was supposed to be because yes. yes. it was on the cartridge. Yeah. Were they going to patch that? No, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to recall that and at also, Toys R Us, yeah. and then I'm going to be sad. Yeah. yeah. And also right. the Nintendo seal of approval. Right. Which oh used yeah. To go on everything. Yeah. 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 So but even like you know, one of my favorite systems of all time is Turbo Graphics, and there was a card. It was a Hue card they called them, and it looked like a little credit card. And that thing was again imprinted. I put it in, and that's it. Yeah. I won't belabor the point, but I think that that's a big problem because maybe I, we would have all seen that game in a different light. Um, yeah. There's a couple exemptions. Is like Fallout can do no wrong in my book, <laughs> and that thing, you know, was a buggy. It was glitchy, yes. glitchy thing when it came out Fallout Three, but I, I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Honestly, so anything else, Creed, Linda? But, yeah. Isn't that enough? I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty proud of myself. No, no, you should be. Yeah, yeah. So I've been doing the alpha bear. Like uh, Simona said, going back and leveling up my forebear mostly. And I get so frustrated when I don't get a new forebear after doing those. (laughs) Playing this thing for 20 minutes and I haven't gotten a forebear. But anyhow, I don't want to go into that too much. So I've also been playing. uh, I went back to play some more Fantasia, which I love. That's a good game. It's my my workout Mm -hmm. like once a week. Did you see Fantasia (laughs) Um, Music Evolved? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yes, that's Just the only Fantasia. Clarifying there is. for the listeners, and you're going to do a let's play of that. Oh right God, here. oh maybe we are considering it. <laughs> we are considering it. I don't know. Trying to pin you down because I think that'd yeah. be fun. Yeah, I have fun playing it. I don't know how fun, I, how much fun I would have. Be on camera performing, performing it. Yeah. Just, just perform Bohemian Rhapsody for us. I think oh, that yeah. would be fun. I gold start that again. Nice. Yeah, right. oh. There you go. Oh. And I gold started another song I hadn't done before. And I wasn't even trying. Ah. I just did it. Now, Effortless. Because you're that good. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. People like watching video of people doing really good at things. So, again, yeah. Game wise, so gold star. That yeah. Might be yeah. Video. yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm not popular. Right. <laughs> and I've been playing more uh, Viva Pinata nice. with mm. Anna. So, um, She's she's more and more wanting to use the controller, um, and I'm trying to teach her. She's not quite there she yet. She picked up the um, thumbstick moving. No, yet. and I I don't think she's going to be. Her hands are so small. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. But I don't think she can like physically do that. Yeah, um, she's like holding it like a controller. Yeah, like well, she, yeah, with her hand on top of it and like yeah. spinning it. Yeah, like a joystick basically. Yeah, yeah. How joystick. She's, yeah, how she's doing it. Um, but she's having fun with that. What's kind of funny is like. Uh, you know, I told my husband, I think I talked about this last week when I was playing Dragon Age Inquisition and I knew that I wasn't going to get anywhere. I'm like, thought about just going to Viva and Pignana and working on the, on, the, <laughs> on the garden there. And he's like, well, did you, you never played that second one. Why don't you just go ahead and play that one? And yep. That's what I've been doing. Playing that one. It's nice, relaxed, you it's know, good. attracting your different animals, figuring out what you have to do to keep them there. Nice. And the second one, you're actually sending pinatas to parties. Aww, and those are the goals. Fun, yeah. yeah. So that they, seems they tell kinda... you, we need a worm. And the other thing about this is that all the pinatas have funny names named after candy. Um, yeah. So like, That's a delightful game. It or is. A series of games. And it's coming out for the Rare Replay. So yes. Rare Replay is a collection of all the old yeah. Rare games. Yes. And, and so. backwards compatible with the Xbox 360, Xbox One thing. That's yep. how I've been playing it. So Awesome. Where do you yeah. get Rare Replay? It's coming out uh, August. It's yeah. a it's a whole collection of games. So it's gonna be it's gonna have Viva Pinata yeah. one and two in it and everything else. Is that, that on Steam? Or? It's gonna be a actual box game and a digital yeah. oh, game. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, for Xbox One. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Right. Yes, because Microsoft owns the rare. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's um, how they were allowed to do that. Project Spark. Uh, Project Spark's a great. Oh, yeah. We, with that's the a conquer. great. Yeah. Let me find finalize that. Yeah. If you're a game kid, uh, child who wants to make game uh, games, well, I can't. Talk words anymore. <laughs> uh, Project Spark is a yes. thing on Xbox. Uh, I think it's on 360 and Xbox One. I want to say. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. And uh, we actually. I was and just it's talking. It's on the PC too. It's on the right. PC too. Yeah. yeah. It's such a great way again to just yes. jump in and make a game. I mean, all the mechanics work right out of the box. Yeah. yeah. You might have already talked about it in the show, but it's. I I reviewed I reviewed Project Spark. Okay. Um, I don't know if we talked about it on the. On the show, oh, but no. but it's, there's a review on Pixelkin about it, and um, yeah, it is. It's terrific. Check there's it out. A huge, yeah. huge community of game makers on Project yeah. Spark. It, it also teaches you, I think, very quickly um, this the scope thing that we're talking mm. about, and mm-hmm. kind of because like you've got all these massive yeah. trees and lands and characters and everything, and you're like, I'm gonna make it. I have no idea what I'm doing yeah. <laughs> with all this stuff. It's yeah. almost opposite. We were talking about the constraints. You know, there's yeah, yeah. so much they they can do. Yeah. And even me, I was like gonna make a game in it really quick, and I was like, where do I start? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can make a whole landmass and just be playing all. Yeah. Stuff. Well, what's cool but, about it too is that you can take someone else's game and modify it and yeah. make your own thing out of it too. So. Yeah. That's a really cool thing about that community. It's got a very little big planet feel to it yeah. where yes. you can go and well, find a bunch of people's stuff. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. the reason I brought that up now to come back is that Conquer from is a rare game, Conquer's yes. Bad Fur Day. And it was a in project crude part. game yes. for its time. Yeah. Yes, we have discussed Conquer. Uh, have you? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But he's available as a character you can use right. in that Project Spark. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cute character. Yeah. Squirrel. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Foul mouth squirrel. Foul mouth says a bunch <laughs> of mean, nasty things. <laughs> it's funny because he was just this, you know, random, cute character that they just. You know the history of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah it was a uh, friendly game. Yeah, friendly. Like a, yeah, and then family game. Bad Fur Gay was just. 
I mean, bad, but hilarious at the same yeah. time. It was yeah. pretty like, funny. I didn't like all the poo. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. that. I, like, I oh. liked all the sort of pop culture things yes. that were in there, um, yeah. which was were completely hilarious. I don't know if it would be spoiling it. That game's so old. But like, <laughs> it's the, the alien thing at the end. Oh, yeah. Where like, the game just stops. And, like, you think it froze, and then he, like, pushes up the screen, and he's like, oh. no, 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 we're going to do this instead. <laughs> That's great. It's, yeah, it's really yeah. funny. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've been playing. Breath of Light, um, I played. That one's really cool. It's a little puzzle game where you're trying to um, move these beams of light to flowers to make them bloom. Um, and you have certain obstacles that you can use. Like you have to work around them, you, you know, kind of like a mirror type thing to get them to bounce. But the thing that's actually really cool, the coolest about that, is that you can skip to any puzzle at any time. There's no progression. Oh, I didn't know that. There's nice. no progression required. Like, you don't like this puzzle? Eh, just skip it. Like, and they've okay. got different levels. They have different color backgrounds. So, you know, if you don't like pink, you can just go do the ones on the blue background. It's, yeah. Nice. Cool. Very med- meditative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the rare few that actually is. Because, like, in most puzzle games, you're like, got to beat this puzzle before I can even do the next one. Yeah. yeah. But the progression thing, like you said. Yeah, yeah. This one, you don't have to do that, which is yeah. awesome. Did you ever play Flower? Oh, yeah. 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 Those, yeah. those, again, a lot of those new kind of indie games are coming out where you, you know, is this a game? Like, it's just an yeah. experience maybe yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's about it. Nice. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up for this week. Carlos, thank you so much for thanks, being with Carlos. us. Hey, thanks, Carlos. Yeah, for having thank me. you. It's been fun. Um, so if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to us on iTunes. And remember, you can also find us on Blog Talk Radio, um, which has been problematic a little bit. But we got it all fixed. It's all worked out now. <laughs> um, so uh, you can find us on Facebook, Pixelkin, Twitter at Pixelkin underscore org, and at Gaming with Moms. And if you have questions, comments, or feedback, you can send those to hello at pixelkin.org. Carlos, was there anything you wanted to promote? Carlos has his own podcast. I have lots of stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's at Video Game Break. Video Game Break is the podcast. It's on iTunes. Cool. Um, and then Gummy Drop is a game over at Big Fish we really love, and it's doing really well. Yeah. And, um, we have so many cool new games coming out. I'll let you guys know when they come out. Because awesome. there's, there's a ton that are family-friendly, like – we just do a lot of really fun, colorful games over there, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Video Game Break, check it out on iTunes. And, uh, cool. I'm Onawa on Twitter, O-N-A-W-A. Cool. Nice. Thank you. All right. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll be back with you next week. Bye. This podcast was recorded in the studios of the Jack Straw Cultural Center in Seattle, Washington.